0: This is Structured Rambling. A podcast about ideas from literature and about literature. Episodes can focus on a single text or a theme from multiple texts. My name is Paul Sons to be. Welcome. There are many aspects to being an English teacher that you, your average reader probably wouldn't care for. One thing is, that for the most part, your audience, even in an academic class, is usually more reluctant than willing, as readers go. Some would shake their heads and mutter something about kids these days, forgetting two significant things. First, that's nothing new. Kids have always been kids these days, and there have always been reluctant readers. Of the family of five I came from, parents born in the 1950s and kids born in the 70s and 80s, three of us are what you'd consider readers today. Of my mother's family of eight, I'd say four were for sure. Of my father's family of six, maybe one, maybe two. So it's not a kids these these days thing. Reluctant readers um, in families born in the 1920s through the 1930s, through the 1980s through modern times, have existed. The second issue people complain about in modern is that kids are addicted to devices, particularly their phones. True, but there are two issues there. It's not just the kids. Sit in any waiting room or watch any family at a restaurant. How many people on their phones? Ain't just the kids. And in the kids' defense, we created these devices. We handed them a tablet when they were two to keep them quiet, um, causing them to be addicted to flashing colors and games before they could use the toilet. We wonder that they have trouble getting into static words on the page when they have been watching flashy, electronic, impulse-guiding, brain-draining Lips and blops on a screen. Some kids read, some kids don't. Yes, reading rates are lower than 50 years ago, but overall literacy rates are much higher than, say, 80 or 100 years ago. Little battles. The thing I'm supposed to be telling you, though, is that even if you love reading, you still might hate my job. And that's because the topic today is about rereading books. Some people never read a book more than one time, good or bad. Some people love to read the same books over and over, um, finding them as comforting as a warm blanket. I know many who feel this way about the Harry Potter books or some favorite comfort series like the Chronicles of Narnia. I myself am one of those who read and reread the works of J.R.R. Actor Christopher Lee, who played Saruman in the Peter Jackson films, I guess reread The Lord of the Rings every year for 50 years. Most of us are somewhere in between. I don't enjoy rereading that many books more than once, but I have learned, as one does when one ages, that if you leave about 10 years between reads, then it feels like a first time again. What's always amazed me personally is how different a second read can be if you let yourself have it. There are a lot of books I didn't think a whole lot of on a first read that I adored on a second. I reread every novel and every story I teach every time I teach them. And yes, that's work. But I don't know any other way to do it but to feel as fresh as the kids on the read of the book. And that means I'm probably nearing 40 reads of The Great Gatsby, which I love. And about the same of Lord of the Flies, which I don't, but that's an aspect of the job. Sometimes I will only rely on audio versions, but usually only with something I've read a thousand times and is maybe a bit lengthy. Most of the time I stick to paper. And you know, something that strikes me every time I reread a book, something new pops out. It amazes me because it goes to show how many things we miss on a first read, and most of us only read the majority of books we read one time only. Here's an example: I read Jan Martel's Life of Pi right after it came out. There was a lot of chatter about it, and shortly it would be winning the Man Booker Prize. It's one of the most significant one of the most significant uh, Canadian novels to come out in the past half century. I enjoyed aspects of it on that first read, but I recall 20 years ago not finding it such a big deal or being unimpressed by its famous twist ending. I read it again a few years later. I think I had been it had been proposed as a book to teach, and it hit me so much differently. I loved it and have loved it in each subsequent read since. I didn't dig it the first time, but I've liked it every time since, and that's happened a lot to me. There have been books that I didn't get or I didn't like until the second read. Life of Pi is a great example. It makes me wonder how many books I didn't like the first time that I never came back to, uh, if they may have been better. I mean, is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo or Hunger Games good after all? Well, maybe not, but it could be. I don't think I'm going to try. Many of the novels I have to teach... I had read once before and was now forced to choose because of curricular expectations or budget constraints. Schools are ridiculously underfunded, and most of the time you can't just order a new novel when you feel like it. So I had to reread books I never would have chosen to, and I don't really recall enjoying the first time. Novels like the aforementioned Pie, the Great Gatsby, Frankenstein, and The Catcher in the Rye all improved considerably on the second and subsequent reads for me. Books I had loved the first time, like To Kill a Mockingbird or All Quiet on the Western Front or The Sisters Brothers, proved even better on the second and third and further reads. More is revealed every time. And yet, some never land. I will never read Lord of the Flies joyfully. And yet, am forced to reread it every couple years for lack of options. I'm still trying. What makes a good book worth rereading? That's the question. A big part is time. Leave enough time and you, fr- you can forget most of most books. My mom, a voracious reader from whom I've inherited my own word gluttony, tells a story that amuses me every time I hear it. She reads so much and in such variety, the highest historical or literary fiction to the trashiest paperbacks, that she'll often get 50 pages into a book and be like, I'm sure I've read this before. I mean, that won't happen with Ender's Game, but it might happen with your generic stuff. Time. Here's an example. I've made mention before of my favorite novel, *Dune* by Frank Herbert. I was 10 the first time I read it. When I read it now, I find that hard to believe. Not because I was some sort of savant, some sort of uber genius, but because, even today, I don't get aspects of that book. How the heck could I have read it and, and got it when I was ten? At least got enough. Well, there was enough in it to appeal to my ten year old mind. When I came back to it years later, there were so many new things that appealed to me. I was eight or nine the first time I read The Hobbit, and I absolutely adored it. A favorite my whole life. A couple of years later I read The Lord of the Rings and found it very tough. Now, of course, that novel is a big part of my life. I've dedicated far too many episodes of my podcast to it and its author, and even done some amateur scholarship with it. Now, when I go back and read The Hobbit, I feel a little bit of nostalgia, but it's hard to look at it and Lord of the Rings as being in the same world. Not enough is said about a children's story having an epic sequel, and when you think about it, how hard it is to ratify the two in your head, but most of us encounter the children's story as children. Other famous series that are popular rereads. Um, I still enjoy the plot of the Harry Potter books, despite having lost most of my respect for their author. They're not works of literature, but they're very high interest. But they get a lot of kids and adults reading, and and they did when they first came out. Um. When that was getting tougher and tougher to do. The biggest thing I can applaud. It's like the Hunger Games. Um, Harry Potter is better than the Hunger Games. But I I applaud them for just getting people to read. Um, It's amazing world building. And amazing characterization. Though by book four. You need an index to keep all of these characters straight. Too many characters. But a very satisfying conclusion. Except all the camping in book seven but I enjoy the rereads, and my sons love them. A series I've read fully twice and have never appreciated, never got anything out of, is C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia. I've read The Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe a few more times because I've had to teach it to English language learners. I find those who love Narnia either read it as really little kids, much younger than when you would read Harry Potter or The Hobbit, or else Christians who feel guilty reading fantasy literature. I'm sorry, I really don't like this series, or its author, nor any of his preachy nonfiction. and the reread reveals just how hard it is, every time. Forget the poor quality of the writing, forget the hodgepodge of myths and legends, Um, feeling like you're reading a a, a dumped toy box. The worst part about Narnia is it's so preachy, hitting you over the head with its Christian morality and allegory. Lewis was a born-again, who then felt he was an expert enough to tell everyone else how to behave like good Christians. And there's nothing worse. The Narnia books are also an incredibly sexist work, getting worse as they go on to the point of being... Purely chauvinistic in the treatment of the character Susan in The Last Battle. But read Lewis's essays and you see him. He's an old fashioned Christian sexist of the first order. It's common. It's a generational thing, too, to give him a fair shrift. Nobody's going to look at The Lord of the Rings and go, wow, this is really empowering to women. So reread a series and it makes you mad. I doubt I'll ever reread it again. As a lover of fantasy and children's literature, I feel that Narnia, they're the most overrated and even potentially harmful series kids can encounter. At least J.K. Rowling keeps her bigotry to what she says outside the books. (sighs) Sorry, I I may be being too harsh, but I, I don't dig on Narnia. I don't think rereading gains much from plot stories, though. I think the best books to reread you are rereading because of the writing, the, the way they're written. That those are the best ones to reread. The plot driven ones, not as much. When I consider the books or authors I most enjoy rereading, the list quickly resolves itself into authors whose style, at least for one book, I admire and enjoy. Something in the way they write strikes me each subsequent read. That's where Life of Pi fits. I learned once that Martel tried to model his prose on the rhythm of waves as Pi spends most of a year lost at sea, and that would be a constant sound for him. You can't not hear that rhythm as, as, you, as you read it uh, once you know it exists. The Great Gatsby, a book I have reread and retaught probably more than any other, is so tightly constructed. Each single word feels like it's been carefully selected and weighed. The this leads to the triumph of some beautiful passages, some of the greatest in English. The last two pages are in, in, in some of the best writing I've ever read in my life, that that boat speeding against the stream outro. He was admired and emulated by Hunter S. Thompson, who I love reading, but whose actual plots aren't much to behold. In fact, beyond Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and his juvenile work uh, Rum Diary, he's mostly a bizarre nonfiction writer, but a heck of a lot of fun to read. Ernest Hemingway, for all his chest-thumping masculinity, I can read over and over and over again, any book, but his plots are generally sparse, sometimes uninteresting. You only read him for his style. Greatest are those who have magnificent prose wrapping up captivating plots. The rare combinations. Margaret Atwood, John Steinbeck, Alice Munro, Guy Vanderheg. people feel people feel this way about Salman Rushdie and Michael Ondaatje, though their writing is a bit tough for me. Uh, I've never been a I respect Salman Rushdie so much. I've never been much of an Andachi fan because it's just so much work to get what he's got. Coming back to Herbert and Dune, this is where, this is where it is. Yes, it's a science fiction book, um, an imperial drama. But Herbert is a gorgeous writer. Sometimes you just get lost in the how and the what doesn't matter too much. As I've said, I love Lord of the Rings, but not often for Tolkien's style. Um, it's a perfect example of of world and language building, and there are some you know, complex little geeks like me who get something new every time. But his style is lofty. When I turn to, when it turns to the epic, it emulates much older, sometimes epic, sometimes biblical styles. It's full of archaisms like Behold, and thee and thou, and wither, hither, and thither, and lo. This can be very off-putting to modern readers. Don't get me wrong. He can gra- craft some great passages at times. But Tolkien is never studied for his style first. Those style types, like the, the Hemingways and the Steinbecks and the Atwoods, I can pick up and just read a random page. And they tend to be pretty good at short stories too, which is a topic for an upcoming episode, just the craft of short story writing. As I think about it, the most rereadable books are about voice because it's like listening to a song you like over and over again. I can hear the same good song again and again and again. Rereading books is not something everyone does, even devoted readers. I know that there are people who read a book once ever who would never dream of repeating the process, even with books they like. But I have found where you are and what you're doing may affect the reading process as much as anything. And I have experienced some okay books becoming great upon a second read. The older you get, the further the distance The more books there are to reread, it's worth a try. I want to thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed my podcast, please feel free to give me a rating and review. Episodes come out at the beginning and middle of pretty much every month. Have a great day.